Casey. Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's get into it. Just a slight technical difficulty there. It sounded like it was like late 70s, early 80s, like hip hop, like drum intro almost for a second. It's just that my computer right now can't handle more than one tab. So <laughs> this is what we're dealing with. Happy Sunday. Ooh, I mean, I am exhausted from existing. Yeah, well, you had to work yesterday, so... I know. And I'm like, damn, how people work six days a week. I, will just... I was going to say they don't give you a, a day during the week off. I'm taking like a half day on Monday because it was technically like a half day on Saturday. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I'm doing. But my eyes won't open because allergies are really dope. Mm. I should have done some vocal exercises. My apologies. I'll try to enunciate better. You're good. You're good. Um, how are yeah. you feeling? I'm okay, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, you never know bad. these days. You wake out, you wake up. Is there a migraine? Is there nausea? Today we're doing okay, and I had two drinks yesterday, so that's usually not the case. Oh wow! Look at you, party yeah, animal. I'm like, I'm like hungover from um, some consumption, food-wise, mm. that could be laced with something that makes you want to sit on the couch for 14 hours you mean i texted the group yesterday i'm melting (laughs) you mean uh heroin no i'm just kidding yeah that would take it to the extreme that would literally have fit the criteria better yeah from what i'm describing but no that's the other stuff i brought back from california don't say that why they don't i mean i'm fine everybody's they don't know where i am they can't find me yeah, that's true. You're in Colorado. It's cool. Um, <laughs> anyway, so speaking of crimes, should we <laughs> go into our first story? Yeah, Just go for it. Cause- so pretty much right after we hung up last week, we got the alert that thespian Jonathan Majors was arrested for uh, allegedly domestic dispute with his girlfriend. Oh, that's what it turned out to be. But was isn't the charge like assault? Like she went. Yeah, I mean okay. it's all TBD based. Like he said, she said. Although, like initially when we saw the story, it, we were a little concerned. And, and initially, when we saw the story, it's not anybody that he knows. It's right. like a random accusation. Right. So we thought, yeah. oh, maybe it's just someone trying to make a name for themselves. Um, and then before we even found out who the person was that was um, accusing him of assault, it ended, we started to get stories about his previous behavior on set and with other women. And at Yale. Drama. And- Right, at Yale Drama School. Yeah. And not surprisingly, he's uh, not easy to work with, slash had some issues, at least in the past, um, being aggressive, being 
I can't conversations remember. that we were seeing was that he is a full-blown narcissist. Yeah, from like the reports from former people that he worked with at Yale Drama and professors that he has an insane ego and he's very difficult. And this is where I'd like to say you don't say because, I mean, we, I, the first thing I saw when I saw him in press was that dumbass cup that he's carrying everywhere. Yeah, did we bring that up? Like on this a couple weeks ago, just we like may have when comment. we were, when we were talking about the Oscars, we may have brought it up. Yeah, because he before he showed up the Oscars, I want to say it was on James Corden where they asked him like, "What is going on? You like everywhere? What's the they, you're yeah, you're bringing different cups like to all these different things." And he, I mean, this I and then Michelle was like, "What is going on with this?" And I was like, "Oh, actually, he literally just talked about this on James Corden. Hilarious that you also brought it up because it unnerved me what he said when oh. he was like." This is, well, no, we've talked about this. Like, this is, he, he likes to have his own vessel. That's why he brings his cups everywhere. So he refers to it as a vessel and he likes to have his own vessel to be able to drink out of because then he's in control of what he's putting in his body and like the energy that he's putting out there, like through these mugs that he chooses to fucking bring with him. Like, like it was just so a lot it was a it was a very big red flag and I was also like that's a very big control issue the psychological breakdown of this is very much a profiling moment for your personality disorders but right yeah I was like oh no if you're in a state like that where you're trying if to you're carrying control, your own yeah I mean as it said from a, a, a germaphobe the idea of carrying my own cup everywhere is great but I also know I would look like a psychopath well, it's also like there's water bottles. There's other, there's right. things created to do this, to be like, oh, I need to have ice cold water with me at all times. I have to drink this amount of water during the day. Right. Like ice cold water. Or, or this is my tea mixture that I have with me throughout the day. Or this is my protein shake. But like Athletic open, greens. Yeah. It's like an <laughs> opened ceramic mug. And it's a different one each time. And, and it's stained. Like you see the like pre-used crap in there. So it's just like... I, Oh, okay, you're just eccentric, and then that's a concern. Well, and so, you know, the arrest happened Saturday. But since then, there's been a lot of things coming out. And the thing I don't know if you saw, but, like, a couple of days ago, his his attorney, Jonathan's uh, attorney, basically released text messages between Jonathan and this woman um, to prove that he was innocent, but people are saying that the text messages don't necessarily do that. You also are bearing the lead on his lawyer. Oh, right. His lawyer (laughs) is... This is alarming in itself. Yeah. Isn't his lawyer Jen Shaw's lawyer? That's what you told me. Yep. That he went and retained that we know for what two million dollars that's the retainer fee for this law firm. That it's the lawyer that is working to still defend Jen Shaw. I mean, she's sentenced, but like I'm sure they're going to be continuing to work together to get her out of her minimal sentence that she's only going to end up serving like three fucking years on. It's goddamn crime. But that in itself is not like oh okay you're guilty. Well, initially, so I, we misspoke in terms of the actual charges. So basically the New York uh, police department charged him with strangulation, assault and harassment. 
According to the criminal complaint, he allegedly struck her uh, about the face with an open hand, left her with a laceration behind her ear. Uh, Also, the complaint also alleges that he put his hand on her neck, causing bruising and substantial pain. And then, as we mentioned um, earlier, so he then basically denied it. He had his um, lawyer recently show the text messages between the two of them. And the text messages are, quote, she says, do you have the keys? Goodbye. And then he writes, please let me know you're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. Oh, wait, I think it was the other way around. Sorry. So he said, do you have the keys? Goodbye, whatever. And then she said, yeah, please let me know when you're when you're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. They said they had to arrest you as a protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight. I'm so angry that they did. I'm so sorry you're in this position. We'll make sure nothing happens about this. I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. I only uh, just, oh I own yes. I only just got out of the hospital. Just call me when you're out. I love you. And then there's another one they says they just called again to check on me and I reiterated how this was not an attack and they do not have my blessing on any charges being placed. I read the paper they gave me about the strangulation and I said point blank this did not occur and should be removed immediately. The judge is definitely going to be told this. She ensured this to me. I know you have the best team and there's nothing to worry about. I just want you to know that I'm doing all I can on my end. I also said to tell the judge to know that the origin of the call was to do with me collapsing and passing out. And you were worrying as my partner due to the, our communication prior. Out of care, she promised it would all be relayed. This sounds shady. So I mean, talk about manipulation. She sounds like she has been in an abusive relationship yeah. for months. And like, so confusing. So your injuries were I told them it was my enough. fault for grabbing your so phone. Who, who called 911 then? Like, mm, because she passed out? And so did he anonymously call 911 because he went too fucking far and trying, you know allegedly wow that's so scary and then but then yeah they they do have every right to they would yeah definitely be able to go and arrest even if you didn't want to press charges well yeah that's the whole point of like the state against you know but like that means that she was in such a bad state she could she could have also refused medical attention when they arrived if somebody called 911 yeah and then they wouldn't have gone to... So, like, she needed... Like, whoa. So, I guess she was so injured that she needed medical I mean, she attention. was in the hospital. They just... Yeah, exactly. So, he wow. must have called 911. Yeah, now this NBC... I'm just looking at all these different articles when you texted... You know, when you put his name in Google. Yeah. NBC New York is saying that Creed 3 Star was the one to call 911 from the Manhattan apartment. And this and, is also like an early morning fight too. So this is very much like that that reads to me that this is not the, definitely not the first time it's been physical just from oh you know, yeah domestic abuse scenarios before. It's like if it's already starting in the morning then this has been an ongoing situation now and then he took it too far so he called 911. So yeah, what it, 
I, I tried to take your phone because you're probably. Well, she had the audacity of taking his yeah. phone. So he had to get hit her. And then she's looking at his phone because I'm sure the fight started because he's fucking around. With other with women. 18 other girls. <laughs> of yeah. course. Yeah. And he, she's like, give me your phone. Give me your phone. And then, oh, dude. Yeah. So he's been canceled before he started. I mean, he. No, he's, well, he's off to the races. For sure. I mean, he but he's slated to continue to do big name things. Right. But he was in an army commercial. They've already removed him from all the commercials. I saw something else he got, you know, removed from. So we'll see. Um, you know, time will tell. But it's not looking good. Yeah. I mean, actions are speaking a lot louder than words. I wow. mean, the words are also speaking a lot. So. Dude, I like go to rehab now. And get yeah, to save to save your uh, brand. Yeah, but it sounds like his brand is all of this based off of the previous people. So yeah, know, but he has the moment right now to be able to be like, I'm to going into it. like a 90 day inpatient rehab for yeah. a, like abusive behavior. Wow. So that was uh, probably. Well, I guess I got to remove all those thoughts about him riding horses. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of other attractive uh, actors you can fawn over. Yeah, but I mean, the way he got on and off that horse, man. <laughs> that was fucking nuts. So hot. Um, I would say the oh, other man. major story that happened last weekend uh, post-recording was the news of Harry Styles and Emirata making out. Did you watch the video of them quote unquote making out? Because that was also how I would drunkenly make out with guys fresh from near at Syracuse when they weren't trying to make out with me. Either. Oh, I just saw the photos. Oh, um, it is. Uh, his, I mean, his eyes are open and looking away the entire time. And like, um, nom, he's like, just kind of going through the motions and she's like trying to get him to like get into it more. Yeah. If I had to guess, she definitely called the paparazzi or her friend did or something. I mean, it's like, you can't really call this a make out. (laughs) Well, the thing I thought was really interesting is after that came out was the news that apparently like Harry Emirata and Olivia Wilde had many uh, threesomes. Allegedly, but and so you don't believe it i wouldn't be surprised but i don't think that's like they that's just a very easy rumor that you can say and i don't think we would have had them like pictured together more frequently i mean i don't know i think it could have certainly happened olivia is devastated by emrata it's like i don't think they're oh i don't think that I don't think that yeah, either. That was another story that was coming out. That was like, no, I did. Yeah. Begging for forgiveness to Olivia. And I don't see them like spending any time together. Olivia no, is a is snob. Do- yeah, exactly. Emirata is just doing her single thing because she married a creep. And now it's coming out that her husband is a creep and always looked like one to me. Ex-husband. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, she left him. So. Yeah, but she's still procreated with him. So now she's got the creep genes in her child. God, Michelle. <laughs> I mean, it's not completely out of the realm. That stuff is I, can be genetic. No, that is definitely learned behavior. You're a creep because you learn from your, your, you know, if your dad's cheating on your mom and you grow up in a household where 
that is what is going on, then yeah, no. that that's what you can do as well. Right. Well, who knows if the kid's going to be around the dad anyway. We can go into the genetics of, yeah, men are going to cheat because they're built, they're to procreate. really, yeah, supposed to procreate. But we're ignoring the fact that they also have fucking consciences and brains and can stop putting their dicks in things and they just choose to not to. So we're past the caveman days. But I mean, this kid's but fucked are anyway. we? <laughs> no, I but mean, uh, we are in the terms of like, they need to step up. No, I know. Yeah. Because we, yeah, we are. So like, start acting accordingly, gentlemen. <laughs> That's but, giving I mean, them a... This kid's going to be a creep because his mom's Emrata. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this kid was screwed before it was even born. So... Uh, but yeah, so that's news. Do you have any, um, news? I have one other story, but it's not that scandalous. It's sad. No, I mean, I just don't, I don't think, I would be very surprised if we see, like, more Harry and Emirata stuff continuing. It really... Yeah, I mean, every week I feel like we're talking about Emirata making out with someone else. She had Brad Pitt, she's had Harry, she's been with, uh, what's his face? Andre. Eric Eric Andre, like... She's just doing her thing, and I don't envision her coupling up with anyone anytime soon. I mean, it was more on Harry's end. I don't really, I, yeah, she's, for me, like an afterthought. I don't really know why people she, are she's obsessed still with her. in the conversation. Yeah, she's not Because she's hot. I never That's thought, cool, she, but, but I never even, I, like, I don't know. Call me uh, crazy, crazy <laughs> but I feel like there are a lot hotter women out there to be focusing on if we're going to talk about a hot woman. I I would say kudos to her for being able to keep this going for this long with such a limited brand. Yeah. You've tried to do the acting thing. Your stuff hasn't taken off because you're also not good at it. But you're pretty enough that it's fine for you to be on screen. You're not bad at it. Right. But you're just, it's nothing that you'd be like, She's not going to win an Oscar or nominated. It would never be like, there's a lot of uh, like nicer and similar looking faces and bodies that can deliver a line with a lot. Yeah, more she looks like every coked out model in New York City. Yeah, but yeah, you've la- you've got this to last now ten plus years of you know of just getting your pictures and getting the money you need from that. So cool. Yeah, respect on that end. But no, yeah, just thinking of terms of Harry Styles, like I don't. Th- this is definitely going to be a big no no in his book to get photographed doing this at this stage right now in his life. Yeah. Coming off the, the world tour and. I mean, he could literally have anyone. So yeah. And I think he'd probably go with some like quiet British girl at this point. Hopefully. Yeah. Down the road. Um, yeah. What, what do you got? Oh, um, the Tom Brady and Reese Witherspoon rumor. Oh, that shout out Wendell. (laughs) We got the new. We got the news from the not TMZ, but from Wendell Cosgrove <laughs> via Jamie Wilson Cosgrove, which was uh, honestly a shocker. If you were on the Friday Night Zoom with us, the jaws had dropped. Yeah, Michelle we got to give went into full panic mode. The fact that Jamie had information before we did. <laughs> got to give credit when credits due because that's a once in a lifetime moment, and I couldn't believe that we were getting this goss. Not from our usual sources. But yeah, I mean, and I see that this sounds like so much Americana. This sounds That's like how I feel. Homemade pie. This is like every 
middle American white person's dream. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if it lasts. I mean, she seems to really like psychopaths, and he is one. Why do you say so, that? I mean, her relationship with Ryan Felipe was not a healthy one, and this other guy seemed, like, not well. Why do you think that her relationship with Ryan wasn't healthy? There's stories about okay. it. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, I haven't read those and, stories. There's and post then, stories yeah. with Ryan and his and then his ex after that. Well, yeah, and then that there were stories about Ryan with that, those younger women, too. Um yeah, and then Jim, whatever his name is, Toth. Toth. Yeah, and just like how insane people were describing him, and he's not the greatest human, and all that jazz. So I'm not that surprised when we think of personalities. I'm just surprised Tom. And no, and it kind of makes sense. I don't envision that Tom wants any more kids. She probably doesn't want any more kids. So they're perfect for each other. That's not, that's that's what makes somebody perfect for somebody else. Well, besides also one liking psychopaths and one being a psychopath. So yeah, these are very interesting. I'm coming in with notions. hot takes today. Yeah, because I would say nobody on this. I mean, unless we're coming in with different definitions of psychopath, I wouldn't say any of those people are on that list. This to me seems very much the quarterback of the football team and the captain of the cheerleading team are fucking. That's, that's who Reese Witherspoon is for America, and that's who Tom Brady is for America. And they're a match made in heaven at this point. And they're both billionaires, so it's fine. Yeah, we'll see. I'll I mean, be curious how long it lasts. boring as shit. I mean, he yeah. seems to be the most dull person to have walked this earth, as far as I'm concerned. And, and she can chill the fuck out. <laughs> She's like... It's what it's that J Lo thing of like, like I, well, I guess she's and she does more like. Work. I mean, she's a better actress than J Lo. Yeah, yeah, real. but it's that thing of like, why? Who are you proving what to? Like, you can chill. You can just take a back seat and coast. I'm just. I guess yeah. I don't understand people still have ambition after they've achieved like a hundred million dollars. It's like. Well, I think she's like trying to be the white Oprah in the sense that like she's got her movies, she's got her production company, she has her like um, lifestyle book club, and yeah, her lifestyle brand. Like, she's a business. She's not just an actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I mean by, like, the J-Lo thing. It's, like, how many other things do you need to get involved with to, like, put under your umbrella of entertainment to continue to get up at 4.30 every morning, to go work out, to be the top competition for 30 fucking years. It's, like, oh, my God, aren't you exhausted by the rat race that you've put on yourself and, like, the entire machine that you've created that you now have to run? Reese, Reese, I feel like there's a little bit more authenticity in what she pursues, or, like, her genuine interests. Yeah. More so, and that, like, follow your passions and the money can come with it. Versus J-Lo. Yeah, versus, Yeah, like, J-Lo I'll just never feels authentic. Yeah. yeah. Everything of her seems so, like, contrived and Jenny from the block. Meanwhile, like, everyone knows she's a bitch and you can't even look at her. So yeah. it's, like, you can't be, like, you know, you can't be saying you're real and then not allowing people to look at you on set. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, but, ugh, I mean, yeah, have fun walking off into the sunset of boredom. So, yeah. Speaking it's also of, a hardcore rumor. So. Yeah, we'll see. But speaking of white people, um, Gwyneth won her 
uh, lawsuit, which we did find out later it was a jury. Because remember, initially you said it was judge, but like a jury found her. No, it, a... no, I was like a civil versus like criminal case. That's what we were talking about. Oh, uh, okay. And it was like, you were like, need, uh, like with all accounts needs to like be saying, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Is that, is that what needs to be determined with this case versus reasonably like, doubt. trial? Right, right, right. Yeah. So that's what we were like, not quite sure. Got of. it. Yeah. But, but I'm yes. shocked. I'm honestly shocked because I don't. The eyewitness testimony was insane on both sides because both there was witnesses for both sides that said what both of their stories were true that she ran into him and then she had witnesses that were like no he ran into her so it was it's a, it's yeah it really was also like I only saw a few clips of the lawyers I mean I saw some of the testimony from that uh, former doctor Jerry whatever his name is I mean. He had some interesting testimony too. Like it was a circus of a trial. <laughs> Even the people sitting behind them were there for the attention of the cameras. Like that yeah. was crazy. <laughs> so, strange. but also the lawyer, that woman who was like, "Oh, you're so tall," or like <laughs> that was insane. I was actually so annoyed that on SNL this week they didn't do anything because I felt like there were so many classic moments from that. Right that, for the taking. That, yeah, it would have been so funny to see reenacted. And I'm sure, like, yeah, but I, I mean, I haven't watched it yet. You already said that. So I'm curious, like, what they did end up going for. But that really does seem like exactly what the writers should be focusing their time on. And I was like, well, maybe they tried to write some sketches and they weren't working. And Lauren but, like, said no, yeah. But I think also once you see some of the other sketches, you're gonna be like, none of this was better (laughs) than what could have been. I like they should. It it was such a moment. It was so specifically hilarious just for existing that like it should have been a dedicated sketch. Yeah, especially even the end of it when she like goes up to him and is like, "I wish you well." Yeah, he's like, "Fuck off." It's like, you know, when the women from the South say, bless your heart, when they really mean, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But damn, it was just next all, like, it it just became its own beast in itself for, like, what we're talking about, the fashion and the comments and each player involved, and it didn't even seem like it was really happening. It felt like Ryan Murphy was, like, putting on a play and was like working it out before he filmed it. Yeah, I mean, people were saying like they were already. I mean, Evan Ross Katz was a big one doing it, but they, people were already like casting what, who the actors are going to be when they do make this. Yeah, into and it a was like Gwyneth Paltrow is either, and then somebody I want to say it was Zach Braff suggested under Evan Ross Katz profile that Gwyneth should be like clumping this and she should play each part. Yeah, that actually is. Would be great. Yeah. Because she's also married to Brad Folchek, who is Ryan Murphy's partner. So I was yeah, like, the oh whole my God, thing is hilarious. Ryan Murphy calling her every night, like getting script notes together. But I really do feel like that woman um, lawyer should be Sherry O'Terry. I mean, she looked oh, exactly like really it. good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good um, one. Do you have any other stories? I have one more. Um, well, I, it's going to like piggyback on to... Um, oh, we're watching. One of the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so the only other thing I wanted to mention, because anytime they're in the news, I have to bring them up. But the back, the latest news from the Backstreet Boys <laughs> okay. 
is that AJ McLean is oh, yeah. separating from his wife. They claim it's not a divorce. They're just separating, but to take some you time know. apart and like grow and then come back together. He's being optimistic. Yeah. As long which as is, he's still sober, this is. Which, yeah, I know. I, that was my first thought. I'm like, is this man still sober? Because um, this will take you out of sobriety. Yeah. And they've been together for a really long time. They dated for six years. They got married in 2011. They have two daughters. Um, and yeah, it's just interesting because all of the Backstreet Boys have been married for quite some time. So it's got to be weird to be like the one on tour now who's no longer married and like how the dynamics change with that. Well, you would, if AJ's become the AJ that we hope he is, then, you know, he'll continue to stay on the straight and narrow. Like, if he's not sober, then. Right, then we're, we're really. Have to, you know. But I, then the guys would hold an intervention. It's just very funny. How That's what they did last time. Friendly. Yeah, exactly. Like, they know AJ. It's just very interesting how close they've all maintained. I'll and never like, forget when AJ went to rehab the first time. Yours truly was part of the groups the groups of fans that sent stuff to him wishing him well (laughs) and like my naive ass thought he was just like addicted to alcohol and then like realized no it was like coke and all this other stuff because i was like i probably didn't even know what those drugs were at the time it was also the height of getting good prescription drugs from your doctors just with a quick phone call under the table yeah it was yeah it was that time for sure so um yeah i remember like getting a t-shirt i think i got a (laughs) t-shirt giving my like donation because he really needed it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's amazing i mean I wrote, the fan letters i wrote are so oh yeah no i, I was mean, so old when i did it too like i definitely knew it was weird and i kept doing it whatever i, mean, I do it now i was just gonna say you know how many older people older than you that are like super creepy sending fan mail well now i just like dm people yeah I dm, DM is the new fan is the new fan mail. i had to let luke gage know about my dream i had about him he has not <laughs> responded. He's Alaria, too busy. Alaria Urbanati and I are getting closer and closer on Instagram so I can finally work for her as a men's fashion stylist. Mm. And she hasn't offered anything yet, but I've let her know I'm available to literally drop everything <laughs> in my life to move to LA to be a part-time assistant for her for free. <laughs> That's funny. But um, yeah, so what what uh, what are you watching slash what's your latest news? Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll kick up because we had the premiere, uh, or I guess I'll let I'll do that at the end because then I'll be, you know, I'll pass it on over to you about we can talk about that stuff and then, I'll, okay, and that'll be a good transition for you to then take over TV. Um, but Michelle, you mean I'm gonna take over all of TV, I'd yeah, love to do television, that, right? Finally I finally got happened. my, I finally got my dream job. Yeah. You're head of television of all networks of forever for all time. I gotta say, it couldn't happen to a better person. Yeah, because that's <laughs> how television works. Yeah, you, you're now run HBO. You, I can come to you about my issue with the fact that Outlander is bullshitting us on this. Can I close year. down Fox News, Newsmax, and all those other random? Yeah, we're a socialist channels. state now, and you're yeah. our dictator. <laughs> And that's not what socialism is, but that's the way that Michelle Cohen socialism. Well, I was just gonna say, as a fascist on the reg, 
Mean we don't char- want to put that out there. That's worse than mean being charge of TV could actually be really dangerous, but like dangerous in all the right ways. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're not going to put your fucking bluey bullshit on here, kids. Yeah, like, no dumb shit on TV. Seasons one, two, and three first. On every channel. <laughs> <laughs> At all times. Okay. So, um, yeah, I am. Uh, oh, so Michelle's very nice boyfriend, Charlie. <laughs> Shout out, Charlie. Listens to the pod. And what up? He um, walked me through how to just, like, find a VPN and get it. And then I shockingly figured out how to use it on my computer solo without following I'm so up. proud of you. It was, it's, I mean, if if I want it and I, it's something I will receive immediate instant gratification yes then clearly i know how to use a computer and that's the first in like 12 years so i guess it just dep- depends on what little carrot you dangle in front of me but i want it and when that carrot is a bunch of brits you get it real quick mm, mm, a bunch of like nearly see-through white men <laughs> that have, like can't even move their arms and legs because they're all disproportionate and like oh i just love a gangly weird looking brit <laughs> So yeah, I am now have a VPN. So on my computer is now like exclusively only British television. So the new season of Taskmaster has started. We're doing series 15. Mm. Um, the May Martin might be like the only big kind of international person on it. They, oh, I, I believe they go by they. Uh, but May Martin is a Canadian stand-up who has been living in Britain for a number of years. And they're also really good friends with Brett Goldstein, and they do a lot of work together and stand-up shows together. Um, and then their special, I think, also just came out on something, some platform. Okay. But May, May, M-A-E, M-A-E, yeah, May Martin. Um, and it's, you know, uh, Taskmaster is one of my favorite shows. It's available on ITV, which is a British channel. And, um, Get that VPN, guys. <laughs> yeah. And then also Hypothetical on Dave TV. Oh, and then Stand Up to Cancer, all the British Bake Off, that stuff. Those are, those are celebrity-specific um, Bake Off episodes focused on raising money for cancer. And then this other show, Hypothetical, which is hosted by James Acaster and Josh Whittacombe, who have been um, – if Acaster's go-to like partner in comedy is Ed Gamble, obviously. But mm-hmm. he and Josh have done a lot of stuff together over time, and that's actually how James started – to get more exposure was Josh had a bunch of radio shows that he did and James would come on them and tell his insane like stories of doing stand up throughout the country and just like the shit that he would get himself into. Like one night he slept in a bush because he missed his train and there was like a bunch of hoodlums around and he was like in a, <laughs> yeah, and he had to like, sleep in a bush to like hide from them. Um, but it's a really great story. And uh, yeah, so I'm enjoying the shit out of all British television and British uh, marketing and commercials is really fascinating and very interesting. Uh, and a lot of it is has to be based on gambling and then how to be safe at gambling because everybody's addicted to it. So it's mm. very ironic and fun. Uh, and then I watched The Night Agent in full, the Netflix series that I was, I really wanted a conspiracy theory show and like I wanted to get into something. And I had very low hopes for this because not a lot of names were attached. Yeah, um, I didn't even hear about it. And then you were talking about it and Napa were talking about it. Yeah, because it just came up on Netflix of like the new release, like, um, yeah. you know, Netflix show that's available. And um, 
and you'll recognize some people, but everybody, it, it, it's also exciting to have people that you haven't seen before that are good. And you're like, oh, that yeah. is smart of you, Netflix. Like, not everything does need to have somebody attached to it. Right. So it is nice when one of these things happen and you're like, okay, that's a new name. That's a new face. And he is, um, the lead is Gabriel Basso. I've never seen him before. Um, he's super cute. He definitely looks like a mix of all the Lawrence brothers, like combined. And he kind of sounds like them too, which is very funny, but he's much, he's a much better actor than I would say he's Matthew is my favorite actor of the three. Yeah. Same. Is he yeah. England? Is he from America or is he from England? I mean, I, my vibe says Canada. Let me just see mm. if he's anything on. Um, that would be a good quick IMDB. Yeah. That would be um, a good uh, guess. Yeah, I don't know why I guess that, but... Oh, no, it says American actor, but, like, literally I've never seen... Oh, he's from St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh, oh no, he's born in 1994. He's only 28. Oh, God, he doesn't look that young. (laughs) No, but we also look great for our age, so... Yes, we do. (laughs) And, um, but, uh, yeah, Hillbilly Elegy, maybe, like, the only thing, other thing he's in. It looks like... Never um, even heard of it. Oh, he was in R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour, you know. Like, oh, he was on iCarly was his first thing. So he's been in the game for a minute, but literally never seen him before. He's really great. He really carries the whole show. um, Top performer. And then the other big name attached is um, Hong Cho. And so she, they put her in a bad wig. Oh, you were telling me this about her. Yeah. Yeah. And she's unbelievable in everything that we've seen. She's not super stellar in this. She's not bad. But it's definitely, like, not a performance you would expect from her. Interesting. Yeah, she plays the chief of staff for the president. And I think a lot of it has to do with the bad wig that they put her in. But it's also shocking because she looks so different in every performance that she's done. And she's always physically understated and continues to look really different. Like she's never really done up in any of her roles. No, she's definitely not. But you see her and you're like, Oh, I really like her. What else is she in? And then you're like, Oh wait, it was that person in in the menu. And it was that person. We haven't seen the whale. Um, But uh, she's also in the Watchmen TV show. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, so this one, she actually probably looks the closest to her age. And like, you wouldn't expect her because when I actually look up her age, it was like, oh, she's been playing, like she's been looking, playing parts where she's so much younger that now that she looks older in this, it threw me, but it's actually like age appropriate for do we know how old she is? I'm assuming I'm looking you're it looking up. it up. Yeah, uh, dumb. It's just so... It's 79. She's 79? No, she was born in 79. Oh, my God. I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. Damn, she's got good skincare. Yeah, yeah. So she's Okay, so she's seven years older than us. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that checks out. I would I would say or early. I think probably ages her more. So I was like, yeah, that's probably what it is more. Like, she looks like she's in yeah. her late 40s to 50s in this. Whereas before... Damn. I honestly would have, yeah. Oh, she went to BU for um, communications. So, hey, yeah. Um, and yeah, then, and then in the premiere of Succession. Right. And so, um, and then I also just read that Matthew McFadden signed on to, for Deadpool 3. So that was the other, like, news. The third one? Yeah, of course. Wow, it, I'm surprised. These franchises are so huge. Yeah, Deadpool yeah. is one of the biggest, like, Marvel standalones. <laughs> It's like the only one I've seen. <laughs> it's so strange. Yeah. As if um, Ryan Reynolds needs any more money. I know. Ugh. 
Um, yeah, what do you think of Succession, the uh, oh, yeah. we season premiere? Did not skip a beat immediately. We're off to the races. Um, I actually just- felt it, like it was a little slow, but I still enjoyed it. And there were some really great one-liners. But I did feel a little underwhelmed. But I get it. It's the first episode. You know, I'm envisioning tonight. We also just fucking bulldozed and blew up everything at the end of last season. So you need an episode. Yeah, no, I think that's why I was coming in like, oh, my God, like that was such an insane finale that like, what are they going to do in the first episode? But I will say Cherry Jones once again steals the freaking show. Just to the level of these, the fact that these conversations are taking place about billions and billions of dollars and like the fate of our entire world essentially by like owning these communication companies and the fact that it's like five to ten families that are just in control of everything our entire lives that trickles down to the billions of people that this impacts and like takes the elections and like all this other stuff and they're like oh I don't really want to talk to you because I feel loyal to your daddy and like I kind of have a headache just to put you in a position where you're like on your heels just to try and get another billion dollars out of you I mean yeah that was incredible when she's like this is disgusting People are throwing out numbers, eight, nine, what's next? So it's just like, I'm trying to take notes. Give her the Emmy now for, because I know she got it last time she guest starred on the show. She won the Emmy that year. So like, you know, she's going to get it for this year too. She can't, even just from that one scene, if she never showed up again, which she clearly will. Just having a migraine, but like, um, I obviously loved that. Yeah, no, I mean, there were many reasons I loved that part. Um, oh, man. But yeah, what yeah, I just going to say next? And I was like, this is, this, you guys are geniuses. I need to. Jesse like, Armstrong no, for president, even though he can't run because he's like, not This is how here. I need to negotiate with like every candidate on salary of just like, no, you're not getting that much. We're going to give you this much. Calm, <laughs> cool, collective. Yeah, I mean, and also. I'm sure it won't last for long, but seeing the siblings quasi get along. That um, is cute. Is enjoyable. And just the one-liners that they throw out. And then I would say the other favorite part was obviously Greg with the, with the girl and the and that uh, large bag. Yeah, I have the quote the, if you want to do the it. The Burberry bag. Yeah, that was class. Well, because then the fucking the next day, Gwyneth Paltrow shows up in court with this oversized bag, and it was too much to be a coincidence. It wasn't. I mean, I can't imagine she actually watches Succession. No, no, no. Or at least if she does, I'm sure she didn't watch it the day before her trial. (laughs) Oh, she shut up because it was great. Yeah. Uh, No, I mean it was it was solid. Although I definitely am looking forward to better episodes this season. Um. And yeah, I I just love that show and I'm not ready to say goodbye, but we still have some episodes before we do say goodbye. And what's going to, yeah, we're going to have to see what the family does. Yeah, I mean, I've said from day one, I think it's going to go to Greg. What do oh. you think? If you had to predict. Well, I don't they, think we're even going to have. Or they're going to lose everything. I don't even think that's going to be like a focus of the end of the show. Oh, okay. It might just I think continue it will. to keep going. Like, this is... 
Like, I don't think that's what the, yeah, that is on like paper what the show is about, but that's not what the show is about. Yeah, but at the same time, it is what the show is about. And I think it will. If Logan's still alive, then it's going to be Logan. Like, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I really was expecting him to die last season. So I think I was expecting him to die the first season because he was. Well, or was it really... season two that he had more strokes, or was it just last season that he had strokes? Well, was did it season it... two he had the stroke, and then he season three. No, season back. season one is immediately like he has some kind of stroke, and then that's when they're like thinking they're going to take over, and then he somehow recovers. And every season he's had other health issues. Remember last season? Yeah, I'm thinking of Adrian Brody. Scenes. He's taking the UTI. Yeah, that was last season. Okay. But like every season in his health has been an issue, which is why all of this is like even more stressful because it's like feels so time. Like there's a deadline to get this done before he dies. Yeah, but his life is so sad. Oh, that yeah. That's all I took away from that premiere was just like, oh. Yeah. Like how um, Logan is making me empathize with him or sympathize and be like, "You're you, this is what you've done for your entire life." Like, well, and he also created these child these monsters himself. So, like, yeah, what do you? But expect? he's such a narcissist that yeah. right. Um, yeah. The only other thing besides that that I've been watching, speaking of British, is uh, the UK traitors. Oh, um, so good. Yeah, so I'm, I would say I'm like episode four or five. So I'm almost halfway because I think you said there's 12 episodes. Yes. I just got to the part where the two people they got rid of in the beginning yeah. come spoiler back. Alert, spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah. alert, which doesn't happen in the US version. So I was like, whoa, this is interesting. Yeah. Well, they don't cut two people at the start of the US version. No, it, not at all. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. And I actually really liked that guy, Amos, I think his name is, the the black guy who's a doctor. And then Kieran so, is the other guy. Yeah, so I was glad to see him come back. Kieran kind of freaks me out, but that just Why? Be, because he looks like someone from work that I used to work with. Oh, okay. Creeps me like, out. He looks like such a traditional white hot not hot guy, but just a very He looks like, like a traditional white British man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But and also, guy in your office that looks you're... like yeah. yeah, exactly. It looks kind of like this really disturbing man. Okay. Um, but <laughs> I would yeah, say he's very no. handsome. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. Um, it you know, just like the U.S. version, it's incredible to just watch the paranoia and see how off these people are from who are the traitors and who and they they're think really are the bad. Yeah, I feel like they're worse. I mean, this. The UK version doesn't have any quote unquote celebrities where the US version did. So I think that also makes a difference because they don't really know what to go for. Like, I feel like the US version, the Bravo celebrities, like, understood the game and were trying to lead the group in the right direction and they just chose not to follow. Whereas this group, they're all just chickens without heads and have no idea which way to go and be having the other reality people and other like you know ryan lochte i think being the only one who is now technically like kind of a reality star but right because he was on celebrity big brother yeah Yeah. um and then like he clearly you know is going to be a professional swimmer for the rest of his life so he needs to like transition uh and uh then i think immediately that gives you targets to have too right 
Whereas this one, it's now they're all trauma bonding. So to like pick a target is devastating. Yeah. And and uh, oh Aaron, little baby Aaron, like when he gets Oh my god. Well, that's the thing that kills me is that like someone could literally have a mental breakdown. And other people just think that they're the greatest actor ever. And I'm like, no, this is legit. This person was hyperventilating. He's also I don't not think very anyone smart. No. So if you guys think he's that good, no, he's not. He's not. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Um, I mean, I go back and forth. Just like if you listened, I don't know if you finished Las Culturistas this week when they yes. talk about it, like how they are all like Matt Rogers is like, I want to go on the show. But then they, he realizes, like, he may have a brain aneurysm if he goes on the show. Well, it was also which, really funny because Matt was like, I, I, he'd be a great trainer. And he's like, everyone's like, yes, you would be. And then Bowen's like, I would just be a great faithful. And you're like, yeah, you would never want to be a trainer. Like, <laughs> I go back and forth when I watch it. I'm like, would I want to be a trainer? Yeah, think, you would. It would be terrifying. I think I, I actually would be a good trainer. You would. It would be But I think the shocking. part that would be really hard is the round table part if you're a trader because it's that like oh my god are they gonna call me out the witch hunt piece of that round table and how you so, can't defend yourself once your name gets thrown in yeah everything you'll say sounds fishy even yeah. if it's a legit like no i'm not a trader where um, they would get me is at breakfast is your reaction right to people coming in and then being like oh they were really upset about this or they weren't upset at all and then you're like, oh, right. fuck, how do I even react knowing what No, you can't. Happen? Yeah, it's, it. I think, I mean, I think Amanda is doing an incredible job of being a traitor. Yeah. She's kind of like the Sari of the yeah. U.S. version. Because there's, all, At and least, then you're also stereotyping, like, moms and women. Right, like an older mother, like, she couldn't be a traitor. She's such a sweet old lady. Yeah. Um... And then we so, have yeah. a rock star named Andrea, who is just giving us life. Oh, my God. She's so funny. Yeah, I love her. I, I almost, like, I'm curious to see if they're going to eventually turn someone over into a traitor and who that person will be and secretly, like, want it to be Andrea. Um, but She's a 72-year-old yeah. woman who talks about, like, being involved in her community and, like, and then her, did her partner die? Oh, I haven't gotten into that part. Okay. I just, the one thing that's great is she's, because everyone's, you know fearful every night to quote unquote go to sleep because they don't want to get quote unquote murdered yeah they wake and up she, and they have a letter on their chair letting them know if they're like going to go down to breakfast or not so like nobody right. quote unquote sleeps they're all like exhausted yeah right but like she's like yeah i mean i enjoy playing this game but if i get murdered i'm not gonna shit a brick over it <laughs> and it's like the most you know yeah. healthy like, way to handle this age, you can't not try at things like no i love that like yeah i mean and it's interesting because, again, obviously I'm comparing it to, like, all these other reality shows I've watched. But normally, if you're watching Big Brother, the old person is the first one to go home. Yeah, and I'd be curious, and this is a very interesting social experiment of, like, because they have UK Big Brother, if we were to be able to go and have access. Oh, maybe I do. Uh-oh. I was going to say, someone has the VPN. I can't, I can't Google that because I'll You'll never job. leave. I mean, you already are like not leaving your house enough. <laughs> yeah. That'll be it. It's done. You'll become the whale. <laughs> <laughs> Without even knowing what the movie really is about. But just knowing he never leaves But the themes home. are there. <laughs> yeah. I eat myself to death. Just of our failure. Yeah. No, I mean. And I abandoned my child. <laughs> my boy. 
Yeah, I mean, I want to finish it, obviously, because I want to know how it'll end. But I also don't want it to be over because it's so intense. I definitely thought they brought the guys back much closer to the end. So when I was like, oh, wow, you're really getting through this. No, I feel like they got rid of two people and now they brought two people back. So it's like the start of the show again, which is kind of annoying. But um, I did think it was heartless. Not heartless, but it was, like, kind of crazy to get rid of them immediately. And I was Well, like, it's so funny the way they did it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because when I say that, I just mean... Um, I would have I played exactly how Alyssa's is playing. Oh, good call. Yeah, I would... Um, oh, when I made the comment about, like, UK Big Brother, it means, like, I wonder if we watch that and if they had more elderly people on, how far would they go? in the show because well you know who famously was on uk big brother Gemma collins and boy george and yeah there's another one you haven't said that always comes to mind for me there was also oh ron jeremy because i think he was no he was the real life but i don't know if he was celebrity i think he went over to well now the one that's coming to my mind is is david guest oh Talk about creeper. That might, that might be like one of your niche moments to talk about with Evan Ross Katz. Yeah. David Guest was, yep. I mean, if you go through, it's really crazy who they got over there at Celebrity UK from America, too. Like, it is an odd list, man. It's like their version of Surreal Life, but in Big Brother. It, but, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, in Surreal Life, they're not like competing. They just like made them get a no, job. No, but it was sometimes. a Motley. It was a Motley crew, Motley crew. of people yeah. that were on it. So, but like they like, did celebrity. Big remember, Brother. that's where Flavor Flav and Bridget like fall Nielsen. in love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nuts, uh, Russ. I know they recently brought it back, and I wanted to watch it, and I just never did. But, but they've like, been doing it over there for like twenty years, and then we like we finally were like, oh, let's try and do this here. Like two years ago, it was like, oh, come on, guys. I think actually Stormy Daniels was in the new one. It was like. That sounds accurate. I think it was Stormy Daniels. I know it was. um, What's his face from the Bulls? Uh, Oh, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. I can't remember who else. But it was definitely like a Motley crew. Yeah. So. But it's so interesting that we took so long to get on board with it yeah i mean that was when vh1 was its perfect toxic like reality show the celebrity rehab of it all um they don't make them like they used to actually this week when i did my um that study about reality tv they asked me what my favorite um romance competition show was and that took me a while because i don't watch bachelorette i don't watch like Love Island and all of that. You'll yeah. Know, you know what I wrote down? Next? No, that would have um, been a good one. But clo- I, I was in that same time frame. I did Flavor, oh, of, Flavor oh, of Love. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking Singled Out. Yeah, that was my other one. That oh, one, yeah. That, no, that I... Oh, that was a good one. But no, yeah. I did Flavor of Love because... I mean, it was we unreal. Had, it was unreal. We had Nicole, who was probably... Pumpkin? New York. No, New York, who is like oh, okay. the best reality star of all time arguably yeah this Um, other this generation below us really took a liking to her yeah i mean she's in a million gifs and memes so she's like taken on another generation but like people don't really understand like where she comes from if you know the generation z and alpha because they didn't watch that show but break a leg 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't, like I said, they don't make them like they used to. I know. Ugh, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's so that's for us. That's what's going on in culture this week. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I guess anything else to report or. I mean, I'm I'm gonna get on board. I'm gonna watch the Tetris movie, and I'm gonna watch the murder mystery. Oh yeah, those um, are the two I want to watch this yeah, week as the, well. The um, uh, yeah, last week that was the um, not the reprint, but what is it? Contracting. I have to contract information that I said the murder mystery movie was. It was released last week on Netflix with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. But it was this weekend. And one website that I was reading said it was last weekend. Liars. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. I just want to sit on the couch for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. That's my plan as well. So. Oh, Ultimate Girls Trip. We watched that too. Oh, yeah. We've only done one episode. So I feel like still TBD. But like not surprisingly, Giselle needs to be murdered. <laughs> and not in and not in the UK traders version. So I mean, like, hard. So I mean, hard. real life murdered. I mean, coming in so hard, not like needs to get murdered so hard because I'm just not in the mood right now on a Sunday morning to like actively like murder. You know me. I'm always in the mood to remove people from this planet. But Giselle is being so obnoxiously lame and backstab. You know, she's just and racist. She's, and- <laughs> she's producing her own show, and it's really annoying that no one wants to watch producers. So it's like, yeah, she might make your job easier, but like, it's so obvious. Can we put a little like put the uh, put Oz behind the curtain? Let's keep the little mystery going where you guys can manipulate this show for us, and we don't need this woman to try and manipulate it. Yeah, I mean, I'm very much looking forward to the Portia Candace fight because my girl Candace is definitely going to win. But Portia at least is better TV than Giselle. Yeah. Um, and nice to see I'm Portia also that. enjoying that it was filmed like two seconds after Jen Shaw pled guilty. So, like, we're seeing the aftermath of Heather dealing with that or not dealing with that yeah and we'll see if what kind of heather we get on this show versus what came off of salt lake from last season i think we're still gonna get that same heather because that's kind of what we got in that first episode i think she's gonna lean in hard to insecure heather which is okay for a moment but yeah but you can't ride that out sad. yeah it made sense for her to be insecure the first maybe second season but like she's too famous at this point to still have that mentality and it's not believable especially when she does other things that aren't like insecure and this ride or die for Jen Shaw is sad city amen to that girl so that's where we'll leave you <laughs> well I'm all available on Peacock baby it's where love is I don't know why I just said that <laughs> Um, until next time. Bye.